Today's scripture reading is Matthew 3, 13-17 in the New International Version. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this, to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. This week at McGregor EMC, we're celebrating a new baptism. And so for the message today, I want to tell four stories, each of which will flesh out what baptism is, what it means, and why it is exciting that a believer is taking this step. Here's the first. In the book of Acts, chapter 8, we hear a story told that sticks with us to this day. An Ethiopian eunuch, we are told, a state official, is traveling by chariot on the road from Gaza to Jerusalem. He has with him a scroll, the book of Isaiah, and we are told he's looking at the book, but for the life of him he cannot seem to understand what he is reading. Along comes a man named Philip, alive with the Spirit of God in him. Philip, we are told, approached the Ethiopian and offered to explain the book to him. The eunuch gratefully accepted, and as they traveled together, Philip never stops talking about a man named Jesus, who not far from the very road on which the two were now on, was born, lived, was baptized, ministered, and died, and had once again, after all of that, risen to life, all in fulfillment of the prophecies of a Messiah that Isaiah had laid out so long before, a Messiah who would come to bring all people back into communion with God. As they rode, the eunuch found himself amazed by the teachings of Philip. For as they continued on, with every word it was confirmed that this man Jesus was the Messiah that Isaiah foretold. For Jesus, Philip taught, was one who was not only simply human, but was also at the same time as being fully a man was also fully God. And so by just knowing Jesus, all could once again know God personally, just as easy as we can know anyone else. And once you accepted this truth in your heart that Jesus is the Messiah, fully man and fully God, the one come to reconcile us with the divine, Philip taught, then you should be baptized, ceremonially washed clean, marking an end to your old sinful ways and the beginning of a new life with God, a new life as a member of the church the collective name for the people who also know all of this about Jesus to be true. And so it was that when they next passed by a body of water, without so much as a warning, the eunuch stopped on a dime, and upon his confession of belief, Philip baptized the Ethiopian eunuch in the name of the Father God, the Son Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, after which they parted ways, and in time the eunuch returned home, 
bringing his new faith to his people. And now for the next story of baptism. On the night of January 21st, 1525, we hear another story told that sticks with us to this day. In a kitchen in the city of Zurich, Switzerland, 17 people gather together, huddled in the cold of the night. They are gathering illegally, and each of them knows it. They had all recently been found at odds with the powers that be over their understanding of their faith in the Bible, and if they were found to be together like this, very likely imprisonment or worse would be in the cards for the lot of them. But as it was, the group huddled together, whispers in the cold. One of those who was there turned to the other, to a man named Conrad Grable. Baptize me, he said. The men together looked around the dirty room. Conrad Grable, just as all those in the kitchen that day, knew that if they did this, they would all be marked for death for sure. In that time and in that place, baptism, while still a church sacrament, was also heavily relied upon by the state for census data and taxation and military new recruits. To be baptized in the way suggested to Grable as a confession of faith and not simply as a mark of our being a part of society and the church, that would have been tantamount to treason and understood at the time as heresy. And so Conrad thought on it for a second, and then two. Soon all seventeen would be washed clean in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And from that huddled group in the Zurich kitchen, Anabaptism and in time Mennonites themselves would go forth again bringing the gospel of Christ to the people of the world. And now for the next story of baptism. This one starts in the year of our Lord 780, where we are told another story that sticks with us to this day. In the land of the Franks, a king we are told arose. He was strong, cunning, smart. However, he was also a ruthless conqueror. He came from a long line of lesser kings in the region, all wrestling for the scraps left to them by the vacuum caused by the fall of the Roman Empire several centuries before. But where this new king's ancestors were lesser on all accounts, Charlemagne would go on to found what we think of today as Europe. And he did this through both of his hands clutching different symbols. The sword was in one and the cross was in the other, each wielded with deadly effect, interchangeable from one another. Nation after nation fell before the armies of the Franks, and as he conquered each new group bringing them under his control, he would present the newly defeated people with a simple choice, either repent and be baptized or die. Near all those there chose the water. When he died in 814, Charlemagne was heralded as a new emperor, king of the Franks, of the Germans, of the Italians, and all the lands in between, all of which he sectioned off for his sons, causing many of the divisions among the people of Europe that we still feel to this day. Forced baptism, by any measure of the term, is a horrible blemish on the history of the church. But while many did what they needed to in order to survive and none should think less of them for that, 
there were nevertheless others who took their conversion to heart, making this baptism their own. In doing so, they brought the gospel with them to their homes. And so it was that even through this horrible chapter in church history, the truth of the gospel still spread, causing Europe in time to be known as the home of Christianity pretty much from then on. Even through this, the gospel still spread. And then we arrive at our passage. Matthew 3, 13-17, where we again read a story that sticks with us to this day. We read there once lived a man named John, who to all the people he could find, he preached a single message, repent and be baptized and be saved. For years we are told in scripture, John preached this message in the Judean wilderness. And while many undoubtedly viewed this man as an oddity, in time his novelty faded and his message began to find fertile soil. At first only a few were baptized, but then tens. And before he knew it, hundreds came to be washed new. Repent, be baptized, and be saved, John preached. And we are told the people in time listened. And then one day a man approached, a man John knew. This man was young, no older than in his early thirties. He would have been bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, as the saying goes. But in this man, John knew there was something else, something different than the countless others that he had washed clean. In this man, John knew was God. And so, as the man entered the water, John hesitated. Who am I to baptize you? John asked, to which we hear a reply. I am here to do this to fulfill all righteousness. I am here to be baptized, the response came, because I am going to follow God as he leads, and this is how that should begin. This is how he commands it to begin. And so this man was baptized the same as the 17 and the countless others throughout the history of the church, not far from where not so many years down the line the Ethiopian eunuch would be baptized as well. And after he arose from the water, we are told heaven itself opened and the Holy Spirit descended as if a dove and all around the voice of God thundered. This is my son, claiming Jesus as his own. Fully human, fully divine, set to bridge the divide between us people and our Heavenly Father who loves us, if only we believe Christ is who God claimed him to be, and who of us is set to argue with God. And following that, we must follow God's command to be baptized into our new life with him, our new life in the church. And so it was, as Jesus went forth from there that day of his baptism, his gospel was spread to all the people of the world. And so now we're in 2020, and we are about to witness another story that will stick with us, a story that will sound 
different than these others of the past, but that nevertheless is the same story with different words. It is a story in which a believer of Jesus Christ chooses to do as God commands, fulfilling all righteousness, being baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and in doing that, beginning a new life with God and his church, a new life in which she will undoubtedly go out to the world bringing the gospel of Christ with her, as all believers innately do. Today at McGregor EMC, we're witnessing a new story that will stick with us, in which a new believer through her baptism will be joined together in some way with all the other baptized members of Christ's church throughout its history, all who made this same decision. Together we are about to witness at McGregor EMC a new story in which a believer of Christ shows those around her that this is how much her God means to her, that she is willing to put behind her her old life, to be in this act washed clean into a new life spent following God as he will lead, a life that we as the church, her brothers and sisters in Christ, the world around need to stand with her in to make sure that she makes it her own. Today at McGregor EMC, we're gathering together to witness a new important moment in the life of the global church, as all baptisms throughout all of human history have always been. Today at McGregor EMC, we are gathering together to celebrate a baptism. And to all of those listening to this, wherever you may be, I ask you to join us in that celebration as well.